I'm Laura Linney, and this is Masterpiece Classic. Last time on Downton Abbey, Lady Sybil decided to elope with Tom Branson. Alas, Edith and Lady Mary stopped her. Also, Cousin Matthew could walk. He's on his feet. And he wants to get married to Lavinia at Downton Abbey. And a lot of other stuff happened that we'll discuss right now on the Lords of Grantham podcast. And we are back. So, uh, since last time we recorded, someone left a review on our iTunes page. Right out the gate. We're not even yeah. trying to not talk about this. It got us a little heated, though, you know? A little heated. Yeah. yeah. They gave So, someone out there gave us a two-star review after listening to two of our podcasts. Hold, let me pull this up. Yeah. I am not... a. I'm not above reading this terrible review. Oh yeah, on we're, we're just being petty right now. Which is we are. Cool. I mean, you know, allow, allow us to be petty once. You know, we're every just, now we're and just, again. Yeah, we're just trying to entertain you. And uh, someone just didn't find us entertaining, and yeah, that's fine. Did you have to write a review about it? I, I don't know, but that's that's okay. All right, this individual didn't even leave a name. That's yeah, just numbers, right? <laughs> so this is. Person number one nine three seven two six three nine. Mildly entertaining, ignores historical context. Yeah, two stars. That's the title of the review. <sighs> I couldn't get into this pod. I listen to the first two episodes. Good, good grammar there, buddy. Uh, hosts ignore the norms of the time and of the position of each character. In parentheses, yes. Mary hooking up with a random guy before she is married would have been a big deal. 2018 norms don't apply. Titles are often used incorrectly. Basically, it's a surface-level chat. Wouldn't even call it an analysis as they bring nothing new to the table of each episode. I think we bring some stuff new to the table, okay? When we were talking last week about whether Bates puts the pants on on Matthew... I don't think I've heard it. People talk about that elsewhere. We're just trying to have fun here. And like, uh, I mean, uh, yeah, maybe we should know the titles of the characters, but at the same time, it's a lot to, to memorize in terms of who the footman or what their proper title is. And also, okay, you, you, the, you say, yeah, 2018 analysis doesn't apply to ni- 1900s. Yeah, just because the 1900s had different standards doesn't mean we can't hold the writers to those standards to try and be more understanding or, you know, nuanced with the way they handle things so i disagree with your review a little bit uh, <laughs> i mean yeah I, I don't that's okay and but... you listen to the first two episodes you don't do i mean you don't do that and honestly if i'm being real i think our first two episodes not our best work we exactly. got we got better we grow yeah listen to the most recent one if you tell people to listen to this podcast listen to the most recent one all right let's move on for this we're, let's we're, move yeah too much negativity we fed the troll yeah yeah we also maybe uncovered why menstruation magazine <laughs> liked our Instagram post. Yeah. So Another fan. Yeah. Uh, a fan pointed out, or a listener. Uh, I don't know if they're a fan. They're yeah, a listener. Maybe they left the two-star review. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, they, they pointed out in a comment the other day that um, 
the reason why someone menstruation magazine may have liked us was because I hashtag uh, period drama, hashtag period, hashtag drama. I think the hashtag period in the middle, those three things is uh, what led menstruation magazine to, to like our post or maybe they do like Downton Abbey. I don't know, but it would, it connects the dots a little bit. Yeah. And that was Mrs. Badger shops on Instagram. So thank you for, Shout uh, out to her. Thank you for alerting us to that otherwise we would have wondered for the rest of our lives <laughs> why why well I mean, didn't your friend say uh why isn't the magazine called menstruation monthly like uh yes that that that's that's a gimme for, that's a, for yeah, it's a, a, a magazine it's title. a lob ball yeah all right also why is that even a magazine i don't know i don't i don't look into those things. that's true I, yeah. we never read it maybe it's riveting yeah material much, much respect yeah we'll find out uh maybe right. we'll subscribe as a, they'll, they'll sponsor us or something I, I would welcome them as a sponsor. Why not? We'll welcome any sponsor. Yeah. But we have bigger fish to fry in terms of things. Uh, we have episode eight of season two. So is this technically the finale? Is that how they do it? Or is this Christmas special always considered like the cap? Well, in when it aired in England, uh, this would be the season finale. And then there'd be like a month or two break. And then there would be the Christmas special. That must stink. Yeah, because some things in this episode don't get resolved at all. No, I'm looking at Wikipedia right now, and this mm-hmm. aired on November 6, 2001. 2011, you mean? 20, uh, no, 2001. Yeah. It came out. <laughs> 17 and then years we ago. had to wait. No, yes, 2011. So this aired November 6, 2011, and the Christmas at Downton airs on Christmas. Yeah. So that's a month and a half. That's like two months. Yeah. And here in America, they aired a week apart, which... Makes more sense as the Christmas special does act like a season finale. Yeah, it does, especially after watching, you know, this episode, all the events playing out. Yeah. So when we recap the season, it will be after the Christmas episode. It will not be after this one. Yeah. So next week we'll get the Christmas special. Christmas special. Then the yeah. week after we'll do our season recap, mm-hmm. and we might have a giveaway if you submit some questions or comments to us. Get excited. Yeah. Yeah. More about that later. Yeah. So. Episode eight. Mm-hmm. We're planning a wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're wearing if the if the manor can hold the wedding if it could go on there. Um, and again, just from having visited there, I don't see how it'd be realistic to hold the manor inside the building. So uh, I guess they're going to use the grounds because that's a tight space for a whole wedding. I'm, I'm telling you now. I also, they just had a hospital in there. I think if uh, well, you had a hospital there, you can have a wedding. I guess in in, in show terms, yes, yes, it is it is possible. <laughs> Um, but what's, what's the big thing that really kicks off this episode? It's Sybil and Branson. It's coming to a head. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, they, you know, after talking to Sybil, they decide to tell Grantham that they are a thing and they're going to get married. He's going to, Branson's going to become a writer in Dublin because I'm sure they love his revolutionary, like, uh, hot takes over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Grantham is not happy. He, he, well, they, yeah, they're having like a family meeting, mm-hmm. and in walks Branson. Yeah, and they're just like, what? What is? What's going he, on? He literally says, "I'm here." Oh, so I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, oh yeah, of course you're here. And then they're like, no, 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 not Sybil doesn't doesn't want to do it right in that moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but it's as if he stepped through the looking glass, as uh, Violet says, I believe. <laughs> it's funny because, like, as angry as uh, Grantham looks or uh, acts. Cor- the look on Cora's face is just like her eyes are just bulging out her head. Like, what is going on? Uh, yeah, who who would have thought that Sybil would go for a lowly guy like Branson? Um, I I mean, 
Branson's never been a subtle guy, so uh, I guess this tracks with his behavior. Um, but I can get why Grantham is so upset. Oh yeah, it makes perfect sense. And he yeah. said he has some some choice quotes. A ridiculous juvenile mess. Yeah. He, he won't allow his daughter to throw away her life. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, but yeah, they, they have a whole moment there. And I, I love also Carson's reaction too. soon after talking, like when Branson comes downstairs and Carson's like, have you no respect? <laughs> I will not justify looking at this man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so even he's heated over, over uh, what Branson's trying to do here with Sybil. Yeah, trying. I guess Sybil's, Sybil's all in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She 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 don't care. Regardless she of the creepiness. It's and funny, like, you know, she's like, Oh, I can live without money. It's like, do you though, Sybil? You I don't think you really realize how rough it'll be without money. And living in Ireland I think she, she considers herself like woke. Yeah. After you know, she's a rich girl that that took on a huge responsibility in the war mm-hmm. and she's like, Oh, I did this thing during wartime. Thusly, I know the world and I know exactly what I can handle. She's 21. Yeah, she's ignorant. That's pretty much the... the she's a kid. She, yeah, she, she's oblivious to the, how difficult it is to get by in the world without money. Exactly. <laughs> um, but uh, Sybil is... Uh, she's getting some support from Cora, or at least when Cora talks to Grantham. Like, mm-hmm. uh, she, she like gets it or whatever. As you were just saying, she's a kid. I... I was kind of uh, on Grantham's side when like Cora is taking Sybil's side. It was like, it's just I don't. It, Branson's like I, he's just even it. It he's just been creepy all season, and I don't like his revolutionary politics where he's just like upheaval everything. Like I get it, but there's just something the way he does. It's just like despite people. It's not. It's, I mean, he may believe in his his causes, but he just seems like a bit of a d- honestly. Okay, sure. Just saying. Just saying. I'm not a big Branson guy. Yet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keyword there is yet. Yeah. But that's, I mean, that's, re- that, it's an overarching plot. And Lord Grantham goes to visit uh, Branson at the inn in town. Yeah, they have a one-on-one. <laughs> and he's like, how much do I, eat? all right, I'll get on with it. And he yeah. takes out the checkbook. He, how much do you need to leave this all alone? Did you notice how thin that checkbook was? Like, <laughs> He's kinda, probably been writing a lot of checks. Yeah. Who's he been trying There's to There's a lot oh, of hush money. Yeah, for Jane's baby. That's probably where he's been uh, writing all oh, his checks yeah, out to. Yeah. Uh, Freddy. Yeah. It's awfully thin, though. Um, but, oh, but I do love how Grantham, when he was talking to uh, Cora, if you're turning American on me, I'll go downstairs. <laughs> Like he's just fed up with this whole ordeal, as as he should be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. In my notes, I just have lots of shouting. You know. Oh yeah, yeah. mean mean Robert is here. Yeah, I guess we'll circle back to this later in the episode when other events trigger a change in mm-hmm. Grantham's heart. Oh yes, other events. Yeah. Speaking of, you know, upstairs downstairs relationships. Sure. Lord Grantham. Oh man. I, like him with Jane, I uh, how do you feel about this? I think this is a storyline that a lot of fans are not happy with because it's out of character for Grantham to be a cheater or anything like that. Um, I, I've heard from other people since last week's episode that they didn't agree with my stance that good for Grantham. Yeah, I, I didn't agree. I had him on the bottom. I still think, look, honestly, watching it, I realized why I liked it. Is is Grantham and Jane have more chemistry? I think. I think they have. They actually have a spark there when than they're talking Cor- more than Cora. Oh yeah. I don't. I don't think Grantham and Cora 
as much as they tell us that they love each other and get along, I don't feel the genuine sparks that he has when he's with Jane looking her in the eyes and talking about Freddie and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like he, there's a, they actually had chemistry. Chemistry. I, I don't know. Chemistry. <laughs> I, I think, I think they have, they, they like each other. Mm-hmm. But then, I mean, how much FaceTime do they have? Really? They ha- what FaceTime they have is high value FaceTime. It is. Oh, it is. It's <laughs> smashing FaceTime. They're, they. Oh, I love how he leads her into the side room like so nondiscreetly, and then like they're just totally making out, and then Bates <laughs> knocks on the door. Oh man! But yeah, I I thought it was like a nice moment when like um, Grantham says, "I want everything different." She says, "I don't want you different. I want you the way you are." I was like, "Oh, oh my god!" Oh, I was in. I was in. I don't care how people dumb people think this is. The only thing that I was far fetched when was when Grantham was talking passionately about Freddie. Like, please do take care of Freddie. Like he cares about Freddie. It's like, no, you like her, man. It's not this boy you haven't met. I don't. I I feel bad for Jane. I do. I do. I feel really bad for her. I feel like she's taken advantage of. Yeah. Oh yeah, Grantham totally boggled. Because it's like for someone like Lord Grantham, he's got a wife, he's got kids, he's got a title, he's got responsibility, and I know that people like that in that situation Mm -hmm. did abuse that power. There's a lot of, you know, historical bad men, yeah, cheaters, yeah. I thought thought it was fun. He just does. He just just bad. Like, don't take advantage of this woman. Yeah, yeah. It's best for them to move on from this. And they do. Yeah. Because, yeah, Jane decides to leave. Yeah. Uh, I, I lo- I, and Hughes says it's for the best because I think she picked up on mid-episode when uh, Grantham asks Hughes, like, is Jane here? And she's like, why do you care? <laughs> but I think that closes that story mostly uh, for Grantham. He, he realizes Cora is all, all he needs because she's going through her own struggles in this episode. Yeah, she's sick. Yeah. Is it Spanish flu? Yeah, I, I was curious what it was that was getting everyone ill in the house because it's not just Cora. It is Spanish flu. Oh, whoa. No. Spanish flu killed a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No hablo espanol. No. I, uh, yes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, she's sick. Lavinia's sick. Mosley might be sick. Carson's sick. Uh, Mosley might be sick. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, just a quick stat. The Spanish flu killed between 50 and 100 million people. Between 1918 and 1920. Holy crap. Like across like London and all Europe or? Uh... Um, it, it, it doesn't spe- specify. It says including people on remote Pacific islands and in the Arctic. Oh, wow. Man, Around the world. That's rough. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, luckily, they got Clarkson there to help everyone out. <laughs> yeah, with Clarkson and his his sketchy uh, career. Yeah, but we're, Clarkson's not looking so good these days. Also, did you see when they said like uh, Isabel can help, and he just was like, "No, come on, I don't want to have her in the room. I'm done with her." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, Carson gets sick, uh, and they bring in Mosley to try and take care of things in his stead. And what does Mosley do? He gets wasted. He gets drunk. Because he's trying to taste the the best wine for them to drink that night. Well, yeah, Anna shows him what his duties will be, and he just seems so overwhelmed. Yeah, he's just staring at these things. God, he is not good at anything. He's a klutz. Yeah, he he really is. Uh, yeah, but they just say yeah, he just got really drunk. I like Doctor Clarkson laughs at. I was like, oh, 
he'll be fine. Yeah, these he's other- just had a little too much to drink. <laughs> these other people, they might die. <laughs> Mosley, though, don't worry about him. He'll be around on this show for years. Yes, because <laughs> God knows you need a a, a fool. Yeah, around. Yeah. Yeah. Who else steps up to the plate? Someone has to carry fresh off of his downward spiral last destroying week, destroying his pantry his uh two-thirds plaster dust yeah 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 he's crying he, he's now trying to reinsert himself in the mansion because they want to boot him out he and he's very he's he's had a real tonal sh- shift he's his personality he seems like a changed man he seems like a nice guy now is he just uh kissing kissing butt to get back to his old place or is he truly grateful or does it matter? Uh, no, I think he wants to. He doesn't want to be on the streets. I mean, you could see his reaction last week how upset he was that he lost all his savings. I don't think he wants to be back at the manor. He hates the the bougie people. Like, that's true. He doesn't want to be doing that. But he's tending for. He's doing everything. Yeah, yeah. He's really stepping his game up. He says, "Call it rent," because he's yeah, yeah, willing to serve. And then the funny thing is, at the end of this episode, is like Carson's very appreciative of him actually stepping up, which is. Such a turn from what we know from Carson with him, like yeah, Carson who wouldn't acknowledge him, yeah, when he was in the war, yeah, yeah. It's funny how things change in in Downton. Um, so yeah, so Cora's also sick, and uh, Cora's got a really bad case of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's out, and who steps up to be there for O'Brien? O'Brien, and this is this is the first time turns for both these bad guys. Well, O'Brien is is clearly some sort of a. She was a tweener. She was working Some sort back. of karma. Mm-hmm. Because she, this is the first time since the last season finale mm-hmm. that the baby is brought up. Yeah. And yeah. that's like a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. And we, O'Brien's outwardly, when Cora's like on her in the bed, O'Brien says like, I've done something terrible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, uh-oh, maybe she heard you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, she's too out of it. Like, yeah. Hemorrhaging the mucus membranes or, membranes or whatever. Oh, be, sure. I took note of it because I was like, I'll look it up later, and I, I didn't. Uh, but yeah, Cora is sick, but yeah, Grantham is there for her by her bedside. Uh, and I think through that, he kind of like realizes, wait a second, Cora is my one. I don't need Jane. <laughs> as great as she is to snog and everything. Core is my core is his wife, so it it was nice there, you know, to really bring them back together, bring them closer. Yeah, it almost took her dying <laughs> yeah. for him to stop cheating. As, as with everything in life, if someone nearly dies, you realize, oh wait, they are important to me. <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, during this, uh, Lavinia gets sick. She gets the Spanish flu pretty bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and during this period, uh, that that kind of puts the wedding on hold. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what does Matthew to do? He, he's uh, listening to the gramophone that just came into the manor. A, a wedding gift, I think, maybe? I, I think so, right? It's uh, definitely from someone in Lavinia's life, because she's the one who sort of unveils or introduces the gramophone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, he's listening to it, and then Mary comes up to him. And honestly, it was, I thought it was a really romantic scene where the camera keeps spinning around them as they're listening to the music and dancing and stuff. And what is it? Is it Mary says that we were a show that flopped? Yeah, because he, he, the music is from a show that flopped itself. And, uh, yeah, I, th- I thought it was a really good way of reigniting, like, yeah, I want to see them two together. Like, and then they, they kiss again. Yeah. I honestly forgot why they even broke up last season. And it was because that baby. like Because that, that was going to be the inheritance. Yeah, the money. Like, I forgot all about why they broke up. And now it's just like... 
Yeah, they just put them together. They just work. They have but good But then who, who sees them when they're kissing? Lavinia. Lavinia. The swire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The swire. She, yeah, she comes waltzing down the stairs after like being in bed sick and everything. She, Yeah, she sees him. Full on kissing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You want to just keep going with this? Right, uh, right. Um, so she's not getting any better. No. She's still in bed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Matthew goes to see her, and mm-hmm. she fesses up to seeing everything. Yeah. And she says, maybe this is a blessing that I'm not doing so well because you can be with Lady Mary. I, I found Guilt-free. I thought that was like such a cheap out. Oh, it is. And it feels like such a weird... Like, it makes Lavinia this this sympathetic person, but she's also mm-hmm. like, what person is sees... I just want you to be happy. Yeah. She's like, too good. The, what? Yeah. Wouldn't you be mad? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, mean, I know she's got a lot on her mind with the Spanish flu. Right. But the whole way through, she like she's there to be watch out for Matthew. She's there to let Matthew go with Mary. Like, she's too... I, at least they do say, like, you know I Mary couldn't be here for you like I would or whatever. <laughs> like, everyone knows Mary's a piece of trash sometimes. Mm-hmm. But then Lavinia, yeah, she she's getting the short end of the stick, and like it's, I, and I she's she's so weirdly like I'm fine if you're happy. It's like no, you shouldn't be fine. Yeah. You've been played with. You were even willing to give up sex just to be with this guy, like, like a, gosh. A, a life, children, grandchildren. Yeah, I I don't know. She seems like a, just a more of an obstacle for Matthew to marry than anything as a real character because no one is that good in real life. Yeah, and I wouldn't want anyone to be that good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so strange. Yeah, and she and she and so she passes away and they, yeah. they, they have this really beautiful shot like pulling back from her, you know, like lying on the bed. I totally and, forgot that she passed away. Oh, yeah. I, I thought she stuck around because she looks a lot like other characters that are on the show. <laughs> I just I didn't realize she passed away. Um, I thought she just went away. I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought too. And and then Matthew says she died of a broken heart, and it's like, yeah, actually. Also, the Spanish flu that killed a hundred million people. That that too. <laughs> but like, it's just so crazy how she had the energy to get up and see them kiss, and then go back to bed and be like, "All right, gonna gonna go time, die now. Time to die." Yeah. Oh my gosh. So so sad. Yeah, really unfortunate, and not a high moment for the character. Mm-mm. Like, no. yeah, I don't think it ends the arc well. Yeah. She seems like she's being okay being walked over as long as, you know, Matthew's heart is... It's like, no. I thought there was going to be, like, a moment in the season where she'd, like, assert herself or something like that. Have, like, a backbone, you know? like Especially with, like, Richard Carlyle. Yeah, with all what they hinted about with that, that. So, it just seems disappointing that that's how it ends for her. Yeah. It's, uh... Rest in peace, Lavinia Swire. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You will be missed, mm-hmm. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess. You, good character that didn't get what she deserved. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. But on the note of weddings that do happen... Oh, yeah. We do get one. Anna is pushing for a wedding. With Bates this <laughs> Friday afternoon. <laughs> she walks in and she's like, I want to get married now. And he's like... Yeah, I'll get married. First thing, did you notice that Bates' hair... It looks a different color in this episode. No, I did not notice. Oh, I don't know. I feel like his hair is like always jet black, and there's a certain auburn tint to his hair this color. Jet black? Yeah, I think he has... Uh, he's a, he has dark brown hair. Maybe it's really? pomade or whatever he puts it in It just looked really light brown this episode. I don't know why. I was just really looking at Bates' hair. Um, but yeah, they, they, they go to church, and they, they get married at a small ceremony. Uh, Mary covers for them so they can go do it. And... uh. Well, they want to get married because Anna wants to 
be there. Yeah. In the event that this stuff with Vera gets bad. Right. Have them already be betrothed to each other. So that way she can have some say. Yeah. I thought that was, a, it was really sweet seeing them get married. Like they're, you know, well dressed and everything. And it was pretty nice. She has a nice blue hat on, you know. And then Lady Mary. Yeah. With the hookup. Yeah. She secures a guest room. Mm hmm. And she says, uh, It's a parting gift from Jane. Yeah. Jane has set up this situation for them to, uh, consummate their marriage mm-hmm. now i wonder about that like in terms of jane setting up that room did she like soundproof it because like i'm gonna tell you like in that manner the rooms aren't that far apart so like there's a chance in the middle of the night they just all heard baits in there <laughs> i can <laughs> just, manage yeah because <laughs> uh, i mean i this ran through my head too i think this was right after lavinia passed but imagine lavinia being in there dying on on her bed from the spanish flu and then you just hear <laughs> It won't be long now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just Bates uh, sounds coming from the Bates room. Bates sounds. <laughs> you know, or whatever whatever he, his bark or growls. His bark? You know, he, may, he, he, sound, he seems like a guttural man. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I wonder how that was that night in the manor there for it's all It's weird. It's a, it, they do the thing that they, you know, every TV show does where they do like the moment after they've, they've finished and they're, <laughs> you know, it's like. Anna's got her hair down and Bates has like no shirt. Yeah. And you don't realize how conservative mm-hmm. well the time in general, but also like the choices of the show to like never show these people in any way yeah. other than like how we've seen them. And it's yeah. very it's very jarring. Yeah. And he says, Well, you've had your way with me, Anna Smith. And it's like <laughs> She keeps yeah. calling him Mr. Bates. Yeah. It's <laughs> so weird. So weird. So proper. But um so, anyways, uh, the funeral happens uh, for Lavinia, and uh, that's kind of where Grantham realizes, okay, Sybil can go marry this piece of trash, Branson. He threatens Branson as he as he t- gives him his, like the okay, saying he'll throw him to a pack of dogs as he should. Um, as a protective father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is kind of funny, like you know, Grantham, the the wife cheater that he is. Well, I think he must see the error in his ways yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's scolding another man for to treat his uh, the girl right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's, you know, Branson's a downstairs guy who wants to honestly court yeah. Lady Sybil. Mm-hmm. Roberts is making out with a maid. <laughs> Just up in there. Yeah, yeah, he's, you know, not a good guy in that regard. No. Regardless of what you think. <laughs> Just having, Everyone in yeah. your life that told you that you were wrong, they are high five to you, people. <laughs> I'm learning. I'm learning a lot this You're week. You're learning about humans. <laughs> Look, man, I don't think he has chemistry with Cora all that much. That's well, that's you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what happens to go circle back to Mr. Bates? Mm-hmm. Uh, some coppers show up uh, with their little bowler hats, and uh, they arrest him for they... murder. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that rat poison came back around, and now uh, he's he's going to be taken away. I bought the rat poison. <laughs> yeah, uh, and so yeah, it leaves Anna alone there. Poor Anna, just looking so alone. I feel for. Her. Uh, sure. Uh, yeah, I feel bad for her. Yeah, of course you do. I feel bad, more bad for Bates because he's just arrested for murder. I, I, but he can manage. Like I really feel bad for her. <laughs> I think they they both can manage. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. One is arrested but, for murder, and the other is just at work. The way the the camera shows her looking so helpless, though, you can't help but feel for her a little yeah, bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Sorry, Anna. Tough, mm-hmm. tough break. Yeah. Uh, other things that happened this episode. Uh, Daisy got a letter from Mr. Mason because he wants to talk about William, and she's like, "I don't want to talk about him anymore." She's. A, I hate how she just wants to like pretend like this thing didn't happen, mm-hmm. and. I know that she's really upset about the fact that she didn't love William. And, right. You know, she did it to be nice. and But have some sympathy for, like, the father and stuff. Yeah. Like, just have a little bit more of a heart. Exactly. I know she's a kid or however yeah. old she's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. She can't be older than Sybil, so she's got to be, like, 18 or 19. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know. Have a heart. Yeah. Be nice. Did you uh, notice on the gravestone for William, uh, it said he died on July 26, 28, uh, 1918? No, uh, I didn't notice that. So I, I think in a little over a month's time, we're going to have to pour one out for our buddy William. It'll be 100 years since he passed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, R.I.P., buddy. <laughs> yeah, man. So long. Yeah, we, we missed William. Yeah, hardly knew you. Um, wasn't much with Edith, considering this is like a, 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 a season finale. The only thing we got with Edith, Edith was, was her looking wistful because Sybil's getting married or whatever. And they're just like, don't worry, your time will come. The Edith's time will come. Will I it ever happen? Down. Will it ever happen? Who knows? Hey, they don't know about the farmer. <laughs> she's and not... the the free cousin. That's true. Edith Edith is, uh, you know, she's not picking winners, but she's she can pick. She, yeah, she's playing the field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, we forgot about Ethel, that whole thing this episode. That's right. Ethel... Uh, the Bryants want to meet the baby. Mm-hmm. And Mrs. Hughes arranges for them to meet at Downton. Yep. And that goes better than I, I, the does last it, time? Does it? I mean, like they want to acknowledge that the kid is their own, but they want to take the baby away from Ethel because they want to make it a Bryant, which is just not really a fair trade. Uh, well, I'm, I'm sure they'd give her money and stuff, but like, no, 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 no. Yeah, just they, they want. I, they don't even resolve this. This is a season finale. They don't even resolve. What are we? The Christmas special is the season finale. No, I know, I know. <laughs> but I mean, imagine being in the UK and being really in, invested in the storyline. It's like, well, I gotta wait a month and a half to find out if Ethel's gonna keep this kid or not. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I love how they keep referring to the baby as a bastard or whatever, <laughs> and they're like, "Stop saying they're like, that you word." You could grow up a bastard. Yeah. Or you could be a Bryant. Yeah. Bastard <laughs> or Brian, <laughs> and they keep calling him. Was his name Charlie? I kept thinking of like the charming Charlies because that guy had a mustache, and I could see that baby Charlie growing up to being like another charming Charlie type. Yeah, maybe. I mean, yeah. Mr. Carson could work with him. Yeah, that'll yeah. be that that charming Charlie. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we just blazed through. I think all the storylines, right? Yeah. I mean, there was a lot of good one-liners in this episode. Um, what was the thing? Uh, Matthew's talking to Mary or whatever. Uh, and he he says, uh, "What was it?" God, I have too many notes from this episode. Oh, yeah, for us to blaze through. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Can you manage without your stick? You are my stick. <laughs> oh, oh, yo, oh, hey, hey. Yo. all right. He just w- winks and smiles. <laughs> yeah, charming Matthew. Uh, I did take a note that uh, what I wind up doing is I take notes for the episode, and then we just start talking, and I never refer to my notes. Oh yeah, I, I try to keep up with them. Um. I did love Carson. He had a few moments this episode, uh, but there was one where like Jane tries to speak and he says silence, like because uh, he's too flustered with the whole uh, Branson thing or whatever. Um, 
uh, back on Korra and and Lord Grantham, Korra, yeah. upon returning to health, mm-hmm. apologizes to Lord Grantham for neglecting him. Yeah, I thought that was like necessary. That was it. Very interesting. Robert is cheating. And yeah. she's apologizing for neglecting him. Yeah, I guess that, that... You don't know what you got, Robert. Regardless of whether we assume true. you have chemistry, enough. Yeah, because he should be for like apologizing to her like more than that. At the same time, there was definitely a rift there this season, I felt. Like, there was something... They just weren't together. And uh, they, they both need to do some legwork to get them two back together and stronger, because I just mm-hmm. don't feel that they're a power couple as they should be. That makes sense. Well, yeah. we have plenty of episodes of the show left for them to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a um, note that when Jane leaves, you ever watch Undercover Boss? No. <laughs> Usually, uh, Undercover Boss at the end of the episode, they bring the people that the undercover or the boss mm-hmm. worked with. Yeah, yeah. And they bring them into a room, and then the the boss comes in, and they go, "Oh my God, you're the guy that I worked with." And then, usually, I mean, most of the time. Mm-hmm. The undercover boss like gives things to the people, so they'll always pick someone that has a sympathetic story. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, my mom has cancer, and I'm working this job to pay the bills. And then the billionaire boss mm-hmm. will be like, "I'm gonna give you fifty thousand dollars to pay for the." And then people start like, <laughs> and crying. that's what Grantham does here. Lord Grantham's like, "I want to make sure that you're okay, <laughs> little Freddie." <laughs> yeah. He has a gleam in his eye when he talks about Freddie. This boy, he doesn't know. <laughs> Uh, and the undercover boss always has like terrible hashtags on the, the bottom. It's like hashtag boss reveal, hashtag, you know, subway donation. Kind yeah, of, yeah. It's hashtag Grantham giving. Hashtag period. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, there was that moment this episode with uh, where Mary has a moment with Carson and she she forgives him or whatever. Like, because they la- left the last episode where she was mad at him for not coming to work for her. But, uh, he, 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 they're on good terms now because he's sick. Sickness always makes the heart grow fonder. Mm-hmm. Is uh, that a phrase? It might, it should be. It makes sense. <laughs> it is now. Uh, what about Carlisle this episode? There's not too much Carlisle, right? Just him, like, uh, just him looking, you know, just there in the background. <laughs> so <laughs> I do feel like in this rewatch, I've become increasingly sympathetic to Carlisle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because then the, when we... I mean, he still snarls. He's still a... a yeah, he's an evil man, but she's two-time. Uh, yeah, she's yeah. she's an evil woman. I Not call, evil, yeah. No, she, no, she's just confused. She's conflicted, and she makes questionable decisions. Even at the end of this episode, though, like, Mary and Matthew are like, let's just do this, let's get together. It just seems like so, like, what are you waiting for, you know? Like, there's nothing holding you two back this time. Richard Carlyle and the Pamuk story that he owns the rights to? Who cares? Imagine how happy Vera Bates would be <laughs> if this Look. goes down and Richard Carlyle published a story. She'd be like, ah, yes. <laughs> Vindicated all the way through. You know what? She's dead. Yeah. Uh, so was this a good episode? Was this a good uh, season finale? This was not a good season finale, but it was a good yeah. episode. Things yeah. things were... I, th- I don't like in shows when like everything ties up nicely and then like mm-hmm. the story arc over the whole season progress like this yeah. things are left undone and mm-hmm. twists have happened and yeah yeah all that stuff so yeah can't complain yeah i thought it was good a good episode. episode yeah yeah uh it's a little tricky for me with the down and up uh yeah it was it was a uh, heavy a yeah. lot of characters making moves yeah not too many up actually <laughs> why don't actually why don't we start with the up start with the up i, I feel that's what i'm feeling 
Okay, sure. I I have up Anna and Bates. I have that Anna just Anna at number three. Okay, yeah, because I, she's the one that pushes for the marriage for the right reasons. Yeah, the fact that they you know Bates said it won't be long now, and he followed through on the promise. It, I mean, it was a while. It was a little while, but it was like four or five episodes. Uh, so for Downton Abbey timeline, that's like eight years. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Maybe not. It's a couple years. Two years. Uh, they got married, though. Good for them. They consummated. Everything's happy for a moment. For a brief moment. Yeah. Uh, number two, I had uh, Thomas. Same. I had Thomas. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just because, you know, he's getting his job back. It would be a, a baby face turn. Yeah. Uh, and number one, Sybil. I have Sybil and Branson tied for one. Because I think it should be stated that Branson is really... You know, he he could have lost his job. He could have been yeah. sent away in shame back to it's Ireland. True. But he's he makes out well. Yeah, I think that's fair. I, I, that's why I said let's do up one first because I think this was one where the people kind of slotted themselves pretty organically into like where, which who are on the upward angle or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. down though. Who, uh, who who's number three for you? Going I had down? an honorable mention in the, yeah. in the in the neutral zone, yeah. but leaning towards down, and that's Robert. Yeah. Yeah, because I think last week was bad, and yeah. this week he maybe resolves the issue in an adult way, but the issue mm-hmm. is an issue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My number three on the down is Mr. Bates. I okay, yeah. Arrested for murder. He he's at number two actually. I, I so he's on both. He's on both. He's at number two with Anna. Also, I, I put Anna and Bates up at number three and down at number two for both of them. Both of them? In yeah. both? Yeah, in both of them. Because they have an up and down week. Everything's going fine until he gets arrested. Okay. So if they're your number two, who's your number three? Lavinia. Lavinia's your number three. She, she died. died. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's I, my number one. It's too obvious. It's too obvious that she's dead. I mean, it's <laughs> <laughs> a dumb statement, but yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Who's your number two then? Matthew. Wait, why is Matthew down? <laughs> wait, what? Matthew's <laughs> down because... On her deathbed, yeah, she says that she's sacrificing her life mm-hmm. for Matthew, yeah, so that he can be with his cousin. Right, but wouldn't that help Matthew because that no. clears the path for for Mary? Maybe it does, but imagine <laughs> the guilt. Okay, yeah, his, and his wife, his wife to be, dies. Yeah, I have Matthew. We keep we keep saying he that, also, he, that also, he, you know. He's meant to be with Lady Mary. Yeah. This is his wife. It doesn't matter. He, he, he kissed Mary this episode, though. Oh, man, I'm doing it again. <laughs> you don't kiss other people when you're with someone. You, you just don't cheat. Don't cheat. I think we're learning more about you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm learning more about myself. Just don't cheat, people. Uh, you seem to be very okay with cheating. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for Matthew, he had a good day and then a really bad day. The terrible so, day. So he's in a neutral zone for me. He had a... Okay. So, All right. so who's your three, two, one? Then it's Mr. Bates okay. is number three. Yeah, cousin Matthew's number two. Yeah, Lavinia's number one. Okay, I, I have Lavinia number three, Bates number two, Anna, uh, both of them, and then number one I have Grantham. He's the worst. Yeah, Grantham had the worst. Wow. I, okay. Yeah. You, I shut. You know, I don't yeah. agree with this. I re- well, it's not only the fact that I I liked him and Jane together. It was also the fact that he let he lost Sybil. He lost Sybil to Branson, and it really tore him up. And like, even though he begrudgingly begrudgingly let them go at the end, it's not like he was like happy about that. So mm-hmm. I it was I think tough for he took an L. He took a really big L in losing Sybil. So did Lavinia. She died. <laughs> Look, I, I also thought about this too in terms of end of season rankings and overall season of the show. 
how much will it matter where Lavinia ranks at the end of the show if she she's dead here and she's a minor character? So I grant them it, it means more when he has a bad week. Oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, but we're not doing the the end of season recap comes in two weeks. Yeah, we'll see where Lavinia ends up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> she's six feet under us right now, and you can't do much about that. That's true. Yeah. Well, that about does it for that episode. Yeah, yeah, We're going to have a lot to cover in the next one because it's an hour and a half yep. for the Christmas special. Yep. People, people keep talking about another Downton Abbey movie, and it's like we got one for like four or five seasons with the Christmas special. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yeah, and we'll get there. We'll get there, yeah. So... As always, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Lords of Grantham. If you want to give us a two-star review, we get it. Just, you, can, you know, explain yourself a little better. Yeah. We know it. what we're doing. Get, give your, <laughs> provide a name. Provide a name. Yeah, don't hide behind numbers. Numbers. But uh, we'll catch you next time. Yeah. Send your questions. Anything. Tweet, gram us, anything. Yeah. Lords of Grantham Podcast. See you next time. Bye-bye.